Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're not mad at the Mavericks. We're just disappointed. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Denham. You can find me at on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me, as always, is my uh, fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas, also known as Reddit Mavericks. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing better than the Mavs are doing this week. <laughs> that's for sure. Ups and downs, huh? No, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I was at the game yesterday, you know, uh, sure. as, an, as an early birthday present, and uh, it was not a fun time. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was, it got fun at the fourth quarter, but like, because Tim just like decided, okay, I can play basketball now. And, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, there were just like so many mental errors this week, it seems like. And just like, mm-hmm. and obviously, like Luca being out, KP being out, whatever, like that, that affects it too. But I mean, like, just like, you got to be able to at least like have close games when your best players aren't playing or aren't playing well. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like you can definitely like, and obviously like the Grizzlies, I'm talking about yesterday, like the Grizzlies had like, you know, their best player out, but you know, Jaron Jackson's there. And unfortunately for every Mavs fan on the planet, Desmond Bain is there. And, uh, Desmond Bain had like the game of his career so far <laughs> with 29 points, which is great. Um, yeah, it's a nice little reminder just, for those of you who do not know. Um, well, uh, we could have had him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's the, and, uh, we currently have, uh, we got Josh Green, um, who cannot find the floor. Have we have we told him where the floor is? Did anybody uh, has does Jason Kidd know who Josh Green is? Because because uh, if I'm going to look at his uh, box scores as of recently, uh, I don't do not think he has played. Um, significant minutes uh no and and desmond bain talked about this last night yeah he was like josh green was picked in front of me and i don't even think he saw the floor and i was like god damn i feel so bad for josh like he did not ask for this but right i mean dude i don't know you know um i like i was i think someone posted someone i know kirk serious face like quote tweet or something like that but someone posted a picture of a game against the Grizzlies in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. And like that game was like, I think we lost, it was like 80 to 65. Like we didn't even like hit 70 points. Right. And I was, and I was looking at it and I was like, I looked at the, looked at the rosters. And I was like, wow, like both these rosters really suck. But two of the guys who are on two of the guys who played for the Mavs started yesterday. <laughs> right. So I was like, and one of those guys wasn't even a starter. Like, I think it was like Dwight Powell was like off, off the bench. And I was like, this is insane that like we have two guys like from the lean years. Like, I think still it was on him. the roster. Yeah, still on the roster. Still like getting starting minutes. 
or mm-hmm. starting anyway. It's like, dude, like, don't do this. <laughs> like, why are like how incompetent do we have to be to like, you know, and like I don't know, man. Just like every loss like hurts that much more because there's like guys on their team where I'm like, damn, I wanted that guy. We could have had that guy. Or like, you know, or just like sure. you know, it's just one of those things for me where I'm just like this could have been really great. Like, you know, obviously like building around Lucas should not be a hard you know, it should not be a hard thing. Like, I guess could... what? Where? Oh, sorry, okay. go ahead. No, you go. Uh, where where I'm confused is we want to build up around Luca, right? And it seems the Maverick strategy is let's get him some guys that have been playing for a while that are tough. You know, like so. There's this establishment that, like, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Dwight Powell and Dorian Finney Smith and Max like. These guys, or or I think maybe I have less problems with them. Maybe a better example is like, all right, let's bring in Reggie Bullock and Sheldon Brown. That's that we know do certain things. That's what's going to help Luca. But, you know, as much as I would like to think that that's like, all right, cool, that's a win now mentality. Like those guys haven't really been producing. So why are we not developing some of this younger talent that we've acquired? And because to me, that, that that timeline actually makes more sense for Luca. You know, why not develop these young dudes with Luca? Like, they're not that different in age. You know what I mean? Like, if we have like this young ascending star in Luca, and like, the, I, I know we have kind of a shot clock in the sense of like, um, we, I don't know, we're, we're trying to get as good as possible as soon as possible, but like, we're not. Last night confused me of why are we not playing guys like Moses Brown and Josh Green? Why are we not developing them in a game that's already like, all right, the top three players in this game are all on the bench because of injury, you know, John Morant, KP, Luca. Why are these guys not getting play? Why are we running these other role players into the ground? Like, I I don't quite understand what's going on there. Um, And again, it's just kind of this, it, it's not offensively bad. Like it's not bad, bad. It's it's mediocre, and I think that's what's most infuriating. Is like I, we want to see these guys get really, really good, and we've had some really awesome wins. But man, some of these losses are just absolute head scratchers, and it just like I don't know if it's a maybe this is a generational thing where basketball players, at, in you know quote in this generation, uh where they're down and then eventually they just like, okay, we're just not coming back. Screw it. Like, is is this maybe like a regular season problem where, um, all right, well, I just don't feel like showing up because this game's pretty, you know, why am I going to bust my ass for basically just uh, another W where we could probably make it up someplace else? I don't know. It's a mentality thing. And I, I, I don't quite, it's again, it's not so bad that I feel like it's doom and gloom for the Mavericks. It's just frustrating because it's like, it, it could be a lot better. Um, and it seems like that could be a lot better. Isn't just luck things. It's not just injury things. It's like, why are, why are we so committed to certain players that have not produced? And that's, I guess that's the thing that I, I'm not quite understanding. Yeah. I mean, it's it just, it's perplexing. Like, and I tweeted last night, I was like, Nico like has, I don't envy his job at all coming up. Um, hmm. You know, like, I think the microscope is slowly, you know, getting geared towards the front office finally. 
Um, I know obviously there was a lot of talk. I know Twitter is an echo chamber a lot of times, and yes, and honestly, like honestly, like the most ravenous fans I feel like are on Twitter, where it's just like all of us are constantly, you know, live tweeting the game, like instant reaction shit, you know, which has kind of been the bread and butter of like my my Twitter account for as long as I've had it. But, um, right, yeah, you know, it's just like it's like, but I think I think. I think once like the big media ESPN people like start actually like going after the front office and Cuban and talking about it. And it's like, Oh, okay. Actually, you know, maybe things will change. Maybe things will change. You know, I don't know. Like Cuban seems way more interested in talking about NFTs (laughs) and like crypto, which I mean, cool, you know? Um, But if that's the case, then like let like hire, like, Obviously, hiring Nico is a good, you know, would might be a good step forward. But like, then like, have no responsibility on the the basketball side. Just let Nico sign these players. You know, like, let Nico spend money. Basically, you know. I, I, I get it. I, I don't really know what money there is to spend. I, I guess with, I don't really know where to point the finger of blame. Um, like, I I know it's his first year with us but like i there's a lot of like nico can't you know give certain players minutes like i'm looking at rotational things that i don't quite understand um and and again it's more that i feel okay it's much like in football where there's like a fourth and long but the play is just like a short check down or, or okay, let's say yeah. maybe third and long, and then it's just a short check down, and really you're just playing to just like, all right, you're just kind of already saying like, all right, I, I'm just playing it safe. And I feel like that's a lot of like our rotations here. Like we haven't gotten anything weird. We haven't experimented with anything. Um, we haven't really given young guys a chance to, you know, develop and to shine. I feel like we've been overly reliant on, like I said, under producing veterans and i i mean maybe this is just the trials and tribulations of a you know of a regular season um but i mean there's just a lot of times where i feel like um you know we either haven't built the right team around luca or um we're not developing a strategy that to where luca can succeed because i don't think anyone can doubt how talented the kid is and you know we've got some top tier talent on this team but i don't think there's been a collective brain trust of like all right this is how this is the best way of utilizing this player um because there's just been too many games where it seems like luke is the only person producing and i will say that uh i i I was actually in the building for the uh, wizards mavs game um a couple saturday or yeah a couple the other saturday yeah yeah and i will say our offense you know, aside from a couple of like flashes of independent genius where it's like, all right, cool. Jalen made a great drive or Timmy made a great shot. It It's like, we're so reliant on just hopefully Lucas step backs fall. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. I love watching a Lucas step back. It's a pretty deadly weapon. However, I don't feel like that smart offense, you know, that to me isn't, all right, cool. That's the best shot that we've got on this team with the talent that we have. Like, it, it, I'm not saying I have the answer to it. I'm just saying that, like, strategically, 
it doesn't look like we're trying to do really anything else that we haven't already done the last two years, which is just let Luca take over. And it's like, well, that can work. And like, it has worked. We've seen some awesome game winners from the guy and some great stat lines from him. But like, is that sustainable um, yeah. for a long period? And I, I just, I feel like, I think the teams that do really well for a long time are teams that can win in a lot of different ways and are not just like just waiting for you know just their star player to save them out of every bad situation you know they're i think it's it's different when you're you're asking your best player to rescue all the other bad decisions you've made as opposed to setting him up to where when they are in those clutch moments then you can rely on him i think that's just that's there's a difference there yeah, man, this is so depressing. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still hopeful. I mean, like it's the yeah. middle of the season. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I didn't really know what to expect with the game last night. I mean, our, our bench has been underperformed, but I mean, like, I, I almost don't even blame the bench. You know, our our role guys because the role guys have been told, hey, wait and watch Luca do his thing. And then, like, when we don't yeah. have him, then, like, yeah, the offense falls apart because, you know, we didn't get a secondary ball handler. We're still relaying on on Jalen Brunson so hard. And, like, these are great dudes. I want to see them succeed. And, like, maybe it's just one of those things where, like, hey, we're really trusting these guys to step up and they're they're not or they're not being set up to succeed. And I, I don't know. I, I didn't have a whole lot of faith in Jason Kidd. You know, what I thought was going to be the the big difference with him bringing him on as a hire and Nico. So replacing the Donnie Nelson, Rick Carlisle brain trust um, is that I I didn't feel like we were getting X's and O's and, you know, a huge turnover. I got like, okay, we're adjusting culture. We're, we're adjusting. We're bringing in someone that, that basically players are going to like. I'm like, well, that's cool. But now we have these guys that are that are really good dudes that are getting along just fine, not producing well. Like, at what point is that? Are we going to hold them accountable to it? And I mean, it's early in the season. We're 500. Like, I don't I don't think that that's not the sky is falling. We're the sixth seed. The West is a is hilarious, is weirdly a mess this season. Um, you know, I, I'd much rather be a Mavericks fan right now than a Lakers fan, for instance. Yes. Um, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm really counting my blessings here. Like I, I, this is not me hanging up the Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> uh, hat and, you know, walking away forever. This is just, I, I want to, I want to see us improve out of mediocrity is where I'm at. I mean, like, did you see the, the blazer stuff recently? No. No, it, I haven't. Cha- Cha- Chauncey Billups is just, uh, uh, throwing the team under the bus. They just uh they just fired their GM. Like mm-hmm. they're going through a lot right now. Um right. my thoughts are there's probably gonna be a fire sale that maybe we should look into <laughs> um pretty soon. Totally. Um, I mean there's definitely yeah. some players in that roster I think could help us out. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was like, huh, like I, I would take there's a few guys on the team where I'd be like, yeah, I take them. That guy instantly starts on this team. <laughs> but um I think it was Mav CBA uh that mentioned that he actually looked into uh, Va- uh Jonas Valanciunas's contract and he thought he was untradeable due to some sort of like resign thing, but he's actually actually I did the math wrong. He's very much tradable. And it sounds like he got the max that he could and still be tradable. Yeah. Uh, out of New Orleans. So it's like that's an interesting idea yeah like he's still trading well like, okay cool <laughs> like let's look at yeah. this you know yeah. like 
again, I was looking at the Pelicans team and I was like, damn, dude, I would love to get a Brandon Ingram or a Jonas Valanciunas. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, that being said, it's so weird to, to have blown them out in a way that I was like, okay, I can see, I can see the, t- like, to me, that's probably your best case scenario with that game. You know, with the, yeah. I, I mean, like, God, what did the map shoot that game? Um, you talking about the the win? Yeah, the yeah the, the one. Six, it was sixty eight seven. Yeah, which I was I was very mad that it wasn't sixty nine. Like it should have been. Oh God, it's we were almost, so close. It's almost there. We were so close, bro. I was like, oh my God, this is right. gonna happen. This is gonna be my moment. This is almost <laughs> there, exactly. Uh, but uh, I'm so close. <laughs> um. Anyways, um. So uh. Yeah, all things considered, though, I mean, like, uh, I, I see that peak. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what good Mavericks basketball is. Luca shooting, you know, shooting the lights out of the ball. Kristaps, uh, you know, I said, yeah, mid range, he did all right. Like, you know, he, he contributed well, but like, you got solid games out of uh, Brunson and Hardaway. It's like, okay, I can see, like, okay, this works. This makes sense. But then us to fall to them the following one and and like I don't quite get it. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh like here's this really high peak and then it's just like okay now we t- feel like we took a step back. So it was two steps to- forward and one step back, which is better than the alternative. But I I don't know. I mean we we shouldn't be losing to the so far our losses have been to really good teams and I. I always feel I, I'm not a moral victory guy, but it's definitely like there's no shame in losing to a good team. Like they're they're good teams. They're gonna win some. Uh, it's when I see the New Orleans Pelicans, Zion or not, I don't see a good basketball team, and it frustrates yeah. me when we lose to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like mostly the mostly this this the year we've won against teams that are bad. For the most sure. Part. Yeah, like, I, great. Like, <laughs> yeah, we we should be able to be like. Because again, I don't think we are a bad team. I don't think we need to do a fire sale. I just think it's just it's frustrating that we. It seems the organization has committed to some players that are just not producing at the clip we really want them to be, or we're settling for like, okay, here's some undrafted guys that we've developed and love and just want to see them succeed, and it's like, and we're not bringing in, we're not bringing in new sparks of energy to really you know get move that needle like yeah i don't think bullock is 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 a bad addition i think he makes sense but you know when that's the highlight of your off season like yeah we're, <laughs> that's not really going to change a whole lot you know we're, i feel like we're more a six seed right now because the west has been just an absolute uh nice. chaos reigns <laughs> western conferences like which top team is like i mean like phoenix is as pretty much the same golden states you know has righted the ship um you know but like i don't know like i'm not saying minnesota's a good team but they got some things to be really excited about you know yeah (laughs) yeah but anyways um so we should beat up on the uh the bottom half um do we have this is the longest we've gone without an ad read. Did I did I mess uh, up? I think we do, but I mean, <laughs> let me. You know, what? I'm going to take a wild ass guess. Spotify green room guys, listen to podcasts and then talk at them. Uh, it is an online 
uh, platform that you should download. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, Kirk Serious Face uh, going out there and, and really doing great post game uh, group therapy <laughs> green rooms. I think it. I think one. It's one of the funniest uh, names for those shows, and it's very apt. Um, and I think that he does a good job of facilitating uh, those things. So uh, listen to a podcast that isn't us, because uh, we have not set up, we have not gotten our crap together to do a green room ourselves. Um, we'll do that at some point. Right now, we're we're pretty much sticking with Sundays. Um, but uh, Spotify Green Room, download it. It's on uh, any app store that you are really wanting to download apps. And uh, I don't know. Omaha steaks? No. Uh, no, never, no, no. Okay. No. No. I looked at Omaha steaks. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm just okay. making wild guesses here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was one. Um, we're doing symbol. You just sports knowledge on symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts. Sports stocks. Wins. Yep. Join Spocks. the seven thousand. Join the seven thousand early adopters um, that have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.symbol.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk free. Um, we have a third, we actually have a third one this this year, this week, uh, my bookie, um, it's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you double your money instantly. Thanks to their double deposit bonus for all users with my bookies, uh, double with my bookies, double deposit, uh, bonus when you sign up with my bookie.ag and use a promo code, you'll instantly promo code promo. You'll instantly receive double your initial deposit. So you can kickstart your betting experience with the best games, leagues, casinos, options to choose from. Um, so yeah. Um, good read. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and get to these questions. Uh, I so there are a lot of questions this week, which I appreciate. However, me and Don are on a time crunch, yes. so I had to reduce. It. So I think I have to basically. Um, sure. So let's go. Okay. <laughs> first question comes. Actually, first question comes from uh the Milwaukee Bucks subreddit. Who, okay. Cool. Who um you know they have also experienced uh you know Jason Kidd's uh coaching uh, coaching style. And um, he sent me a, uh, it's a screenshot. I sent it to you, Don, in a text message. But it says, um, is this a good investment or a great investment? <laughs> and it's him trying to buy a domain. And the domain is called firekid.com. <laughs> so, and you can, get it, you, can get it for, you can get it for one cent right now. So, <laughs> I think I overall. <laughs> I don't understand the the marketplace for domains <laughs> it's insane like you can buy for a cent and i'm like what like one penny and i was looking at it and i was like ah oh, you know that actually would be that might be a good investment for someone for a mavs fan who wants to go and grab that real quick um before milwaukee before the milwaukee bucks or reddit does because uh yeah that's <laughs> you know it's a bad coaching job when another team is advocating for you to be fired dude due to your poor performance I love Milwaukee Bucks. I read it, but man, so like half our discussions are him being like, Hey, kid sucks. Here's like, here's another article that was from like 2015. I'm like, fuck. Mm -hmm. like, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> like I see it. I know. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. um, so that, so that's that. Um, sure. Let's see. Uh, Redacted uh, squish 41. Who is busy today. Um, asks uh, if kittens were cows, would there be a milk shortage? I'd imagine no. I don't know. Is that a reference to something? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, but I'm just going to answer that as a yes or no question. So I'm going to say no. 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 There's still no. There's there will always be milk. You can. Um, 
you can build you can make milk from from dalton trigg good friend dalton you know who has the step back mavs who i know they had just yeah. did a couple of um like a uh, live app nice. which is really cool but um dalton asks um when will mavrello trade for buddy healed and rich on Holmes <laughs> for um, once yeah it, it, i mean I, I mean they're coach know. i mean so, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you know they they've they've climbed their way out because they were real low in the standings at one point. Yeah, they, they're, yeah. they're kind of more in the 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 twelve to eight range now. Yeah, they, I mean, they like, might they might make that uh the plan right now at the moment. We I mean we might make the plan too. So you know, sure. but but right now they're in the plan. Well, they would be heading towards that. Uh, anyway, uh, it'd be awesome if Avrello would make that trade. I don't know if the sentient basketball is able to do that. Um. Yeah, know, I'm, I'm not... pretty sure we'd have to consult Nico first before Mavrello, but I I would like yeah. to hear Mavrello's thoughts. <laughs> I would. I'd love Mavrello come on the podcast. Sure. <laughs> Let's see. Um. Next question comes from another uh big uh big Mavs Twitter guy. Uh, Kirk Henderson. Kirk oh, Sirius great. From Bro, Mavs uh, Moneyball. Yes. Did we shout and... it out earlier? Yes, we did. And I still need to hang out at the one of their green rooms, dude. I'd... It's funny the app like automatically like deleted from my account from my phone i just haven't had time to re-upload anyway um it's great endorsement <laughs> from one of our sponsors yeah it's, it's whatever anyway. <laughs> uh kirk asks uh, if you're mark cuban what does it take for you to move your seats away from the bench i, I mean I, I would imagine he has the, the ability to do that at any time um that but he's deciding not to <laughs> yeah i mean um, yeah I, if there's one thing I've I've learned about uh, people that like run a particular business. I mean, this is just from my personal experience um, in any any restaurant or anything like. Anytime that I'm like dealing with like a regional manager, for example, I mean, he's the owner, so he's like even higher than that. But whenever I have like a higher up visit, like you know, my store, whatever. They always have like these grand ideas and they want to make these changes. And it's like, and it, it's amazing to me how few of them ask the people that are working what works, what doesn't, and, and allow people to, the people that are actually going to have to make those changes happen. They don't consult them, they just come in and tell you what you need to do. Um, there is There is a specific confidence and some would argue arrogance to that approach where it's just like i because i'm this top person i know everything and how how it should be done and you know what when you're a billionaire that's you know has found out just like what you know but listen mark cuban's figured out a lot of things and he to me seems like a pretty smart guy so I, i don't fault him for that particular approach to things um but just you being there doesn't necessarily help. Um, that's yeah. that. That's how that's yeah. been my experience with you know a higher up coming in and being like, all right, now let me take a look at these. <laughs> yeah. Let me drum up some business here. I don't know. I've I've I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, I'm not so, trying to call out Mark Cuban or nothing, but yeah. yeah, there's certain things where it's like, ah, maybe this isn't helping. I mean, Twitter's already on that. They've been on that since yesterday. Oh, since sure. like a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, sure. um, so for me, I just what would it take for Mark Cuban to, to actually to physically move his seat? Um, but, I think if like someone just like dangled an NFT 
in front of his face. <laughs> like uh, you know, like the carrot, you know, like the cartoon with the carrot and the stick. And just like, sure. Yeah. You just got to do that. Well, so so what know? it is, it's, it's a picture of a carrot on a stick that you don't actually get to possess, but you can get on a hard drive uh, someplace else. Yes. Um, and there's numerous copies of it, but you have the one with this very distinct code on it um, yes. that may or may not be worth money yes. later. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. By the way, I got an NFT from yesterday's game, and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> like, because they well, give what, out what, NFTs. What, what was the NFT? I got a Devin Harris, a Devin Harris NFT, like a little like cartoon looking Devin Harris. I was like, okay, this is cool, interesting. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with this, but like, I have. I mean, physical- I have physical I, money in my in my, I have physical money in my bank account. So I don't know. Sure. Like, I, I guess like what it comes down to is like crypto from what I gather, and I am probably not it's like it's at the very least, it's a currency that's math based as opposed to just like the current federal government that just prints money and has reduced the spending power of the actual dollar. So this is kind of the counter to it. But I still don't get NFTs. Yeah, no. <laughs> still, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm as a musician, people are like, you need to release your album art as an NFT and all this stuff. You need to release what? these things. Well, the idea is that, you know, let's say if I sold some specific album art as an NFT, for instance. Okay. And then anytime someone sells that, I get a part of that. Like that's kind of, I think that's kind of the thing is just, just creating the content out there. And if it basically ever moves, you get like, and, and then there's some people that like very much want to have a digital thing of something to brag about. Yeah. To their friend. Like, yeah. M- much like why does someone spend X amount of dollars to have a Pablo Picasso painting or whatever, but this is yeah. just kind of doing that in a digital form, which to me still feels pretty like make believe. Um, but like there's, I don't know. Like that's something that art, like pretty much any person that's a, a music business or creative business person, they're very much encouraging it to to be a part of it. Just because I think enough people were wrong with Bitcoin that this is kind of the correction to it. It it feels uh, okay. it feels yeah. it feels much like um, you know, when oh god, what was it? It kind of feels a lot like Quibi to me. You know, they're like, guys, oh, Quibi. Pretty, pretty much any any app is going to be successful. You just got to be right on top of it, you know, or like or, uh, IGTV. That's a better example. Like Instagram TV. They're like, hey, this is like you be on the ground floor of YouTube. You need to do this. And it's just like because there was enough people that made a lot of money being YouTube people. Yeah. And like IGTV is no more like that's not a thing. But like there was a lot of like I, I've I've gone to numerous conferences of people saying like oh this is going to be the next thing like you need to get all of the content on this because that's what people are wanting to watch it's like no people want TikTok instead you know it's <laughs> it, and again it's just yeah, yeah you missed you know and yeah. so I feel yeah. like NFTs are a response to that anyways that's not uh, what we're talking about yeah anyway. <laughs> talking about NFTs on this on this, on this mouse podcast yeah, yeah sorry Mark, but, maybe Mark maybe Mark will like us again we'll see maybe maybe <laughs> let's see um. Writer reviews asks, uh, "When will the pain end?" <laughs> I I think you need to calm the hell down. I think that, <laughs> that's 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 my thought. We're eleven and eleven, folks. We're the sixth seed in the make Western Conference. Like make a yeah, or exactly. <laughs> Do you know who's also eleven eleven right now? Denver. Like, and the Clippers are twelve and twelve. Like, there's some good teams that are ahead of us, or or the good teams that are doing just as. 
poorly as us. I mean, like a Minnesota's eleven and twelve, Portland's eleven and uh, you know we we've got more. We have the same amount of wins as Denver, Minnesota, and Portland, and you know that's not terrible company to be in. Like none of those are like as opposed to being in the single win column, uh, such as the Pelicans, the Rockets, and the Thunder. So like, look, let's just calm our tits, all right? Pain won't end until we're all gone. So, yeah, I guess existence is pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. I, I'm, I'm Mr. B6. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a great character. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, next question. Reminds me of a beer that I had yesterday, actually. I went to Intrinsic in Garland because cool. me, me and my wife decided to do a, like, make it a date. Make it a date, you know? Sure. Um, with Intrinsic. So they have a, they have a beer called Me Seeks and Destroy. That's which is great i love it it's actually pretty good um let's see next question comes from um but money peppercorn uh okay. should the mavs contact the raptors about chris bouchard or the whiz about thomas bryant i'd be yeah. a-okay with either of those players fuck yeah dude do it you know I've, I'll, I've take, seen... I'll take an injured thomas bryant right now yeah I'll, we'll wait <laughs> dude i i've seen chris bouchard's name like thrown around a little bit like in inclusion with pascal See, how sure. can I'm like, yes, I would do that. <laughs> like in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, Give me all the lanky, talented players you can. Like, please, yeah. And I love Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant, like, even though he's injured or whatever, like, he's still like, dude's yeah. a man. Like, like, like you he, know, he, like he, D- Daniel Gafford's already like taking up that position. You know, just like let right. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, let him go, bro. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I would just love to see some actual muscle in the post for the Mavericks. I mean, I know it's this is like. I think we all have some collective fanhood trauma. <laughs> yes. All of us. CFT. CFT, if you will. Um, <laughs> the Mavs fan base has CFT for being the Mavericks being a donut team. I think this stems from all of the Shaq-filled trauma of just getting dominated by sinners pretty much since 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 the mavericks turned into the space horse we've we've had issues at center yeah and so i think a lot of mavs fans think the old much like how the browns feel like oh as long as we got a quarterback we'd be great again i feel like that's kind of the thing that mavericks fans do but with the center oh like and granted when we've had a serviceable center you know be it eric dampier or uh tyson chandler we've we've done fairly well so i don't it's not completely unwarranted i don't think thomas bryant solves all of our problems but man i would like to see <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i'm be- guilty of this too like i want to see an awesome center on the mavericks so yeah. it's not you know yeah let's see uh next question comes from matt's um how can we convince mark that good basketball players are basically nfts top <laughs> <laughs> shot nfps man non-fundable players yes uh top shot just gotta show him top shot and be like hey look what this guy can do like here you go top shots the digital cards right yeah yeah which are you know kind of the same same concept really but uh yeah yeah, you know i missed that boat i I still don't i still don't understand why why basketball cards are suddenly valuable is it just because people are buying them now it's like it's like the retro thing, I think, you know, like just like they're kind of, you know, like have, kind of waves like. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, like I, I'm all for it. I it, it, I am a OK with anything that is a tangible hobby anymore. Like I, I just like it's that, just I weird. Think 
that's yeah. that's why I'm so against like NFT or not against, but like so resistant to like yeah. care about Bitcoin and NFTs is because I'm just tired of the digital space yeah. <laughs> of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the fact that it's like, oh, someone's co- collecting an actual thing. Cool, have fun. I'm 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 about it. Yeah. So that's that's my that's my that's, my, that's, that's how we convince Mark that basketball players NFTs is by showing him Top Shot, which I'm sure he's seen a lot. Anyway, sure. um, probably owns like, like a couple hundred thousand of it. Sure, he does. Um, next question comes from Gabriel. Um, what do you prefer, watching a Mavs game or jumping from an airplane without a parachute? <laughs> I'm gonna say a Mavs game. Are yeah. you okay? <laughs> People are just really in there for things this week. It's fine. I, no, no, it's fine. Just go to therapy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm watching a Mavs game. Uh, yeah, feel... I'll go. I'll go. You know what? I watched the Mavericks lose to the Washington Wizards. The and. We were completely healthy. I saw some. I saw Kristaps miss a whole bunch, so many shots, and I still had a great time. I had a beer too. I danced for one of the the super the little uh what do you call it uh, jumbotron thing. It's it's oh, a great you? time. Black. I was Black. I was I was I was not on the jumbotron, but you know what? I danced in hopes of being on it. And you know what? Even though I did not get the desired outcome, I had a great time. Man, um, yesterday go to did therapy. The, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday they did, they did the karaoke thing. Yeah, it was uh, it was "Don't Stop Believing," and I was like, God, I hate this song. <laughs> like, I've heard this it, so many times. That, <laughs> Don't stop believing was like, isn't this ironic that we're singing this? Like. 10 years ago you know what i mean like it yeah. was like a funny like oh you know that cheesy song and now it's just it's like unironically like people actually like love I, the song and i hate it <laughs> i just feel like there are funnier sillier songs to sing like like yeah. total eclipse of the heart go full bore like i don't know um yeah, yeah. share why not next question let's see from mavs latvia um, are you looking forward to the Winter Olympics? It's a uh, good yeah, non uh, question. Yes, curling is one of my absolute favorite things to watch ever. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I follow the men's curling, the U.S. men's curling team. It is. I, I think it's like we talked about this like a year we, ago. <laughs> yes, we. I I am that, and is it the biathlon where someone's like skiing and then firing a rifle? What the fuck is what? Yeah, I think it's it, I think it's the biathlon. Oh god, I'm messing this up. It's great. I'm not, I'm totally down to watch some Winter Olympics. Uh, I'm mostly into like the the snowboard. Snowboarding is still there, right? Like I'm mostly into that. If anything, that's like my number one like thing that I will watch. Uh, okay, the biathlon. It's a winter sport that combines cross country skiing and rifle shooting. What the fuck? That's... <laughs> That's how you find a woman, all right? Holy shit, that's great. And, and, and actually, normally women are ones uh, uh, that compete. That that compete. I, I, I'm, it may be, there may be, it may be gender split. I don't quite remember. But either way, I just find it just like, okay, here's someone that can just like, you know, and again, like it's cross country skiing. So it's not like the nice, like going down a hill and, you know, circling around the little tiny poles or whatever. No, it is like you are just hoofing it just really it's it's pretty laborious skiing and then like you go to a target and fire a rifle god it's fun anyways so yes uh in short uh, to my very long answer very short question for a short question is yes (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so I just saw that it starts in February. So I'm thinking, oh. like, God forbid the Mavs are down like ten games out of like five, whatever. Are you we know? gonna change ourselves to a biathlon and curling? I'm podcast? saying, I'm saying, I'm saying we should just talk about the the winter, whatever Winter Olympics we're watching at that point. If that if, that, if the team sure. derails that bad, <laughs> like we should just... hoops and hefeweizens become stones and rifles, and yes, I'm about it. it. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go. Okay, yeah, but I'm excited for it too. Like, I'm, I'm, I kind, I, I watch it like very passively, but I'll watch it. <laughs> so, um, next question comes from Junior. Um, when is it okay to play Christmas music? Personally, I think only Christmas week. Hmm. I, I, I appreciate your purity, but I, I give it a pass in December. I think December, December is allowed to do all of the Christmas stuff. I think yeah, I, if yeah. it's right after Thanksgiving, I get annoyed. But I get it. It's like the next major holiday. When it's in October, like like when it is like lit Halloween have its time, guys. Like if, when it's November 1st, like, no, we still have Day of the Dead that's about to happen. I want to hear anything but Christmas music in November. It, that's where I get like I'm drawing a line. I it I, I wonder December. why there I wonder why there's no good like Thanksgiving songs. Um, it could be because of all the colonialism and the smallpox, right. but that's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. That's I, bet probably there it. Were, I bet there were good Thanksgiving songs until he killed half the people that probably. lived here. <laughs> that's probably right, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, for me, Christmas, uh, I think all December it gets a pass because like there are Christmas songs or like New Year songs even that like are they kind of combine a lot like online sign all that stuff like I think that's you know like, like, that's like the only New Year song. Like, yeah. Right? Which yeah, but I, I mean, think it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's great. No, I, I like the, there's other renditions of that I like too, but like, sure, you know, I feel, but I think that it gets included sometimes in Christmas music anyway. So like, just make it all up until like the 31st. You know, like okay, cool. You know, sure. you can listen to whatever the fuck you want, and also because like for me, like I get two weeks off, so I don't go. I, I get off work on the like the 17th, and I don't go back until like the third or fourth of July. So or January, <laughs> July. <laughs> I wish, um, but you know. So for me, it's just like that whole month just. Reminds me of Christmas. Totally. So. Yeah. But I mean, one week is like, that's interesting. <laughs> but I, I appreciate your, your restraint. Cause I think yeah. really Christmas gets a little too, uh, and it's again, it's cause of late stage capitalism and we need to make as much money buying things. We don't need as much as possible. We're not going to go down that route, but yeah. ultimately <laughs> like, uh, here's the thing is that like, even though Christmas has been just co-opted by advertising, much like everything else in our uh, current American lifestyle, um, I appreciate that for once Americans are thinking about other people than themselves. And I still think the spirit of Christmas is still very real. Um, even though oh, it's misguided and like, yeah. I, I really dig Christmas. Like I, I, I still like, but just like it. Okay. Much like the reason that I don't like whiskey in a solo cup, I would much rather have it in a glass. Like it's like time and place. Let's allow Christmas to have its time in its place. I don't need Christmas in July. <laughs> Good answer. Let's see. Um, next question, actually, it's actually two people kind of ask the same thing. Okay. Um, so Darren and Pig Champ Twelve. Um, so Darren asked about you know most about why is Moses Brown the greatest player of all time, and then Pig Champ wanted to ask uh, thoughts on Moses. So, so I think that's been a kind of a, a contentious. Um, thing on Mavs Twitter and just like just the Reddit and stuff like that. And it's sad because it's sad because number one Moses fan isn't on, on with us today, but sure. 
Um, I'm like number like six on that sure. totem pole. <laughs> but um, yeah. and I don't know where you are on Moses, but um, I mean he hasn't proven to like the only time that he's had significant minutes were when Oklahoma City was tanking. So as much as I love the idea of Moses, it hasn't come to fruition. And I'd like, I'm assuming it's because he's just not taking care of the things he needs to in practice. And when he's doing what he's doing in the games, like there's, he's in somebody's doghouse, you know, I I don't know. I'm assuming kids. um, I don't like, that's one thing that we don't see. We don't see the practices. We don't see what they do off, you know, off the court, but you know, you get up like, what is Dwight Powell doing that Moses Brown is not? And it, it, my guess is it's probably going to be a mental and a hustle thing because if there's one thing that you can say, you cannot say about Dwight Powell is that he doesn't try. Like, it, that's dudes out there, busting, whether it's effective or not, we can have all the discussion that we have about that, but like, but we've, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but like, um, I don't know. I, I love the idea of a seven foot two kid that can that's young, that's athletic. But you know, when he when he's been on the floor, like sometimes he looks just kind of lost and it looks like he just kind of does his own thing. And that's really not what we need either. So yeah. I, I that that doesn't really seem to be uh I don't know. I, I really don't have a firm stance on it, but like the, I my guess is there's a reason he's not getting play in time. Like Josh Green, I'm, I have a bit more of a bone to pick because, like, because of Shannon Brown. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Sheldon Brown. Um, and, like, that's why are we not developing someone that we put first round of, you know, oh, what's the term? Uh, first oh. round stock in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, I, I couldn't think of what. No, you're good. I say that. But, like, yeah, he was a first round pick. Like, why are we not? you know have we just decided he's a bad player already then like then he needs to be on the legends you know what i mean like it, that, like make a decision here like are you trying to actually develop this guy that he needs opportunities to show himself you know like yeah, it, I, yeah. I, th- I think josh green is i think more a player why i'm scratching my head why is he not getting on there more and is it because it's going to eat into dfs's minutes to Reggie Bullock's minutes, I don't think those are like so crucial that we couldn't afford five, ten minutes a game for this guy to go up there and show what he's got. Maybe he gets a hot hand and starts working. I don't know. Like, yeah. So going back to the question about Moses Brown, uh, Moses Brown does have the potential to be the greatest player of all time, just like I have the potential to be in the NBA. Um, uh, thoughts on Moses, man. You know what? I don't know, man. I think he, I think him and Josh just need to go to the G League, you know? Like, and the thing about the thing about the G League with me is that, like, I want to make sure, like, the uh, the the team that the coaches in the G League are running the same systems that the Mavs are. Because I know I know a lot of teams do that, like a lot of G League and like their affiliates do that. Where it's like, I know the Raptors is like a great one. You know, like all their guys like run the exact same shit. You know, um, yeah. so when they're called up, they already know all the plays. They, you know, they know like everything. Um, right. And I don't know if that's how you know uh, 
the legends work which i still think they're still owned by don by donnie nelson which is really weird <laughs> um but um i don't know like i just think i think josh green obviously needs to go to the g league i think moses probably needs to go to the g league he's i think he has potential to be something great um even if it's like a 10 to 15 minutes guy off the bench um that's if that's like his ceiling you know there's a, there's still a need for that in the league you know for a big dude who can you know potentially post up grab boards you know maybe block a shot or two um but yeah like i don't know like it's it's frustrating because like especially with like luca and kp being out like you just see like the faults are so much more pronounced you know um right. and it's just like in you know moses one of the, moses was a throw-in you know like the mavs i don't think wanted him originally and then the Celtics were like no take him you know right and the, and the josh richardson trade so it's like you know well fuck okay like if they didn't want him you know um his best time was with oklahoma city when they were when they're tanking like he probably still could be on that team right now and they would still be tanking you know um right. so i don't know man it's 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 frustrating it's you know and i know like mavs fans i think every fan base really they they latch on to players who don't get a lot of playing time for like guy, young guys like it just ha- every team has that and unfortunately for us we have at least like two or three of those guys you know um which is probably one or two too many you know for this team like every team has a player that everybody's like why the fuck is this guy here but we love him anyway so um yeah you know we always i we will always love the idea of potential but potential means it has not happened yet exactly tried and true is is better that's exactly it but uh yeah, those are all the questions. So that was it. Guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Uh, we are very thankful to be talking with these uh, to all of you Mass fans out there. Uh, we are very appreciative of anyone that submits questions, but as well as just uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It, it means a whole lot. Uh, for uh, You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find me at Don underscore Denim. And a shout out to Squish at Squish41. Um, he is also a very funny uh, Maz Twitter personality, and we are very much support him. Um, you can read all of our articles at mffls.com. Uh, check us out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys.